Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. It's summertime. That means beer, cookouts, and of course golf. So the next time you're ready to tee it up, be sure to make your tee times at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's right. You can now book tee times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Yep, just go to www.12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page. Click the banner that says Book Like a Pro, enter your course or enter a zip code, and then select a tee time of your choice. You'll get up to 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So when you're ready to cheat your friends like Mike did in high school, just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's the numbers 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com and book your tee times today. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. My all-time Mount Rushmore of golf. Okay, well, probably Sneed, Jones, Nicholas, me. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me as always is Scott. The man behind the computer is Joe. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, uh, are you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> you pop up more. All right, deal. How you feeling, man? Great. Yeah? Doing ready good? for another new episode. Yes, sir. Joe, how are you doing? Lovely as always. 
<laughs> Joe's feeling Joe. really good after the Browns won last week. Joe's still riding that high. And, and, and. Tiger Woods, yo! <laughs> Tiger is back, y'all. Dude, I'll admit it. We made that. I was wrong. Yeah, we. I've crossed the, the question Hold on, off. though. I want to go, go back to us being wrong. Because we did say there were just qualifiers. We just said he wasn't back weeks and months ago when yes. everybody was saying right. they're back. So once he did right. what he did, then we said, all right, he's back. Which we did say. He is back. Know, once he did uh, something of note. We which, would, by the way, that drop, if you guys back. don't know, that was Tiger Woods naming Mount his Mount Rushmore of golf. <laughs> and the balls on that man to just be like, and me. And you know what? He's not wrong. I was going to say, 100% the balls right. or the Fact no, the, the balls because most people want oh, yeah. people them to be like, oh, correct, be yeah. humble. You shouldn't be that. No, fuck that. He That is awesome that right. he was just like me. I'm, I'm number five on this list. And honestly, I think he would have listed himself higher if he could have. Oh, yeah. That was him being humble, being like, eh, I'll put myself at the end. Tiger, 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 <laughs> tiger, tiger. I mean, let's face it. Even Eminem put himself like number 10 when he listed the yeah. best rappers. And that tells you something. The Tiger was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Robert Taylor, uh, host of MMA to the Max. He says they're going to win this week. We'll talk Ryder Cup later on. I'm, I'm feeling good about talking to Ryder Cup. Joe, uh, Joe and I could carry that conversation while Scott just tunes out. And, yep. uh, <laughs> I'll fight that. Uh, nice. We got a lot to get to today. Uh, we're going to talk some... Uh, MLB. Now that the playoffs are coming up, the AL playoff picture is done. It's figured out. It's and the Braves go. are back in the playoffs. And They're the only National League team yep. that have locked it in. What up, haters? <laughs> we back. Uh, we've got some uh, some stories about Jameis Winston. We're going to talk about uh, MLB accounts and porn. Ryan Shazier and what that freaky ass is into. Uh, all kinds of stuff in Upper Deck this week that we're going to get all into. All the porn. All the porn. <laughs> Before we do that, let's get into our motherfucker of the week. Uh, Scott, I'll let you go first on uh, on this. Motherfucker of the week. Well done, <laughs> Joe. Well done. That, that, that was excellent timing on all of that. Uh, your first motherfucker nominee of the week are all of the... Apparently, dudes, and I, I mean, it wouldn't be women, but all the dudes who decided that in the year 2018 of our Lord, it's still cool to talk shit and complain and whine and moan and make misogynistic comments about the announcement that there will be an all-female broadcast booth uh, during, is it Thursday Night Football on Amazon? Yeah, I think it's all yeah, Thursday Night Football. Yeah, the Amazon booth on Thursday. They're going with Hannah Storm and uh, uh, Rachel... Kramer, Kramer. I don't remember. I can't remember. I feel yeah, bad. No, it, it, uh, I know it was it was Hannah Storm, and then uh, I can't remember uh, Kramer's first name. It escapes me. She worked at ESPN for the long. Lindsay, Lindsay there it Kramer. Is. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> either way, they're going to be the first ever uh, dual woman booth announcing Thursday Night Football through Amazon and. All of the dudes who the are, internet exploded. Yeah, just haters and. I, you know, just showing their asses completely for no good reason. Basically, uh, just to bitch and moan. Well, and you, this always comes up to whenever, uh, like, there always seems to be a female announcer during uh, college bowl season. There's always, like, a couple games where there's female announcers, and people just lose their minds right. over it. And I'm like, what? how invested are you in the announcers in a game that that's, like, make or break for you? I don't know. Do people know? If you don't like the announcers, you can mute it. I don't, I don't know if people know this. Well, it's, a, I mean, it's a crazy idea. Is it is a dude or 
a dude and or a chick really ruining your experience of the game that much in general? Like, I know people get a lot. Uh, there's announcers that I don't like, but even the ones that I don't like the most, Troy Eggman, uh, <laughs> I never, you know, muted or turned. It never just ruins. Dude, the I have game to listen to Doug me. Flutie every week talk shit about like, Notre Dame. Uh, I just I don't understand people who get that invested. In but the that's announcers. the thing. Like these these guys that are mad about this, and the reason why they're on this poll is not because they're upset with the way these women they're announce. Just announce. They're it's just, just mad. It's a woman. It's a woman. Yeah, they're yeah. just like goddamn it women. It could have been anyone. Yeah. Although I did see some people that were upset, but just suggesting other women, which I'm cool with. That's Cause, fine. Because somebody okay mentioned, with that. and I was like, I- I'd be down for that. Linda, and those Linda and, Cone, being yeah, and like those dudes, available. those like, people are they were, not part of this. Yeah, they were just upset at the the choice of women, not right. that there were, were women. But the majority of people and the people that are up for motherfucker of the week are the ones who just oh, woman don't care, hate don't want to listen. Whoa, why would you do that? That yeah. is your first option. Can't wait till they get the period in the booth. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> like just ridiculous <laughs> out there statements all over. Jesus, all right. Well, second option for motherfucker of the week is the Ohio State marketing slash social media team. I don't know exactly who's responsible for this, but. Uh, it, Ohio State plays Penn State this week. Penn State has been talking about how they want this to be a whiteout. They've got shirts that they're giving out for the game that say Urban Liar, which is actually a pretty clever. Uh, it looks like that's, the Oscar Mayer. Kind of yeah, really, really good stuff. All white shirts. They want to white out the stadium, which they tend to do uh, during a, a night game, a big night game. Um, and Ohio State decided to rally their fan base by uh, tweeting out a picture of Ohio State uh, players in uniform, and the caption said, Silence. The white noise. And uh, on the picture, it just says silence. You can see it on the Motherfucker of the Week poll. Um, the image is really, really awkward to look at. Uh, based on everything that went down with Ohio State, you can argue whatever you want in, in terms of whether or not Urban Meyer was right or wrong, whether Gene Smith, whether whatever your stance on it is, taking all that into account, why the hell would you put out a, a Twitter campaign that's based on silence, like calls out the word silence after the whole thing was basically silencing an, a victim of alleged domestic abuse. That is horribly at, at best. It's tone uh, deaf. yeah, it's at best. It's tone deaf at worst. It is the biggest troll job and the biggest fuck you to Ohio state haters I've ever seen in my life. Um, really awkward to see that one come out. That's your second, second option. Motherfucker of the week, and this is a tough call this week. I am very interested to see how this one turns out. I think it's gonna be close. I think so too. I think a lot of people will blindly vote Ohio State yep. just because they hate Ohio State and anything they do. But I mean, the misogynists, just ridiculous. Brutal. So brutal. Uh, Either one. Get those votes choice. in. Uh, that's available on our Facebook page. We'll reveal who our choices are uh, at the end of the show. Uh, let's get into our beer of the week this week, brought to you by Tavor. This week, we have Double Dry Hopped Premier IPA from Innerboro Spirits and Ales out of Brooklyn, New York. That was a mouthful. Uh, yeah, that was a tough one to say. That's a, that's a, long, that's a long name, uh, tough brewery. This brewery, here's what I like about this brewery, though. Not only do they brew beer, but they also distill spirits. We forgot to have Theo's on the thing. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I just thought about that as I saw it on the video with Eric Bondas. I'm like... We didn't even have Theo sign the board. All right, Theo, come back. Uh, and, and sign. <laughs> My bad, Theo. Sorry, that's no, our. That's our. That's our bad. Like we dropped uh, the ball. Yeah, man. totally dropped the ball on that one. Anyway, all right. Well, anyways, Premier uh, Double Dry Hop IPA, six uh, percent ABV. So the flavor profile on this one, and the reason why it sold us uh, is because they were talking about how it's like a very tropical and citrusy IPA. 
Um, nah, I was all in at Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Well, I didn't get there yet. <laughs> no, I know, right? but I'm just saying I'm yeah. beating you to the punch because Bubblegum was what sold it for yeah, me. Yeah, they're saying taste of Bubblegum, melon, pineapple. Uh, they've got tons of different hops in this. Uh, Citra, Mosaic, Galaxy, and then they double dry hop it with Mosaic dust pellets. Uh, it's supposed to be a very light, crisp, and refreshing beer. Good ratings on this one, 4.12 caps on untapped and 92 at rate beer. So it's a uh, a very solid rated beer. Um, Scott, you're the anti-IPA guy or the least, I was gonna say, least fan of IPA harsh. on the show. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on this one? Solid. So far, so good. I, I don't taste bubble gum, though. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. ahead and just there's no bubble gum. But... Um, nope. Uh, do taste it almost tastes like did I mention uh, pineapple specifically? Yep. Yeah, I was sure gonna say because I can because I could definitely taste that right off the bat. That was the most overwhelming uh, flavor that came out. Uh, but yeah, for see when you say hater, like rewind to about a year ago when we were neophytes in the IPA game, <laughs> and it was just like oh anything IPA completely stiff arm and dismissed. Uh, if you told me. You know, a year later that a double dry hopped IPA wasn't going to make me cringe and want to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> I would have called you nuts. And here we are a year later. I'm like, this solid out of the gates. I'll be interesting. I know we joke about how this one holds up, but I will be interested to see how this goes over the course of the show. This um, could end up being a beer that just by the end is just like, Mm, that's just all hops. Yeah, like, no that, flavor to it. That's like, I could what see I'm that because the flavor is uh, it just the pineapple, and pineapple is a very it's not a very strong flavor and by itself in general. So it's not very strong in this. And I, I'm wondering if by the end it'll just taste like a hoppy IPA. Yeah. But so far I I'm enjoying initial, uh, initial thoughts here. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. It is really solid out of the gate. One that I'm, I'm really glad we picked this one up, and I'm yes. really glad we got two of them because I was worried at first that I was yeah. like, "Man, if we gotten one, I didn't know." You know, I don't know how we would have been able to accurately judge it off one. I don't think that's a good point. Yeah, Joe, uh, as the IPA aficionado, this is the other interesting thing. Go ahead. How do you feel about this one? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Solid, Joe. Solid. The ratings on this one, though. So this is another one of those beers where overall ratings are higher than the uh, the ratings for the actual style. Uh, I think. As in comparison to other IPAs, it's rated as like an 89. So IPA lovers tend to rate this a little bit lower than the rest of the, the beer world. They also tend to be fucking beatniks. That's why I was asking Joe, because he's a fucking beatnik. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's crazy how like, you know, I'm just going to run the show now. and Yeah, man, they're muted. Wow, it's crazy. Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow, that's great. Uh, wow, shout out to Coop. Coop says that he's got his first recipe at 50 West on I meant, tap. I meant to tell you about that because I didn't that's know. That's fantastic. Yeah, he had posted a picture of that a couple of days ago, and I'm like, shit, we had Coop on the show, and he yeah. had been working on stuff. But congratulations to you, Coop, for having sure, your uh, first second. And we are going to have to uh, try that, maybe get on the show. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I think that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so Beer of the Week premieres, uh, a double dry hop premiere IPA from Innerboro. Um, we'll see how that one holds up later on. Consume it or can it? Let's get into Upper Deck. Yeah, oh, sure. Done, Joe. Yeah, look at that. I mean, Joe is on it today. On time. Hey, man. On it, baby. Hey, man. <laughs> Not always there when you call, but always on time. That's how I roll. <laughs> And Craft Brewed Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty, all the time, every time. If someone's got a better price, they'll tell you straight up. 
But it's not just sports, not just concerts. They will help you out with tickets to literally anything you want. They'll even sell the tickets for you. And college football is here, so be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your Ohio State football ticketing needs. Go like them on Facebook. They do giveaways of merchandise, sports, concert apparel, all sorts of stuff, and obviously tickets. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000. Avoid all of the fees. 614-943-3000. Tell them you heard them on Craft Brew Sports. Yeah, heard about them on Crab. You didn't that that too. You know, you know what it, um, you know what I'm saying. Just mention yeah. us as much as you can. Yep. all the time. Yep, T- just tell them Craft Brew Sports <laughs> sent you. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, famous Jameis, he's back. His his three game suspension for you know allegedly doing stuff to women again. It's over this week, but. In this world of uh, burner accounts that we live in, because <laughs> athletes just can't get out of, the, out of their own way when it comes to burner accounts on Twitter, uh, we might have tracked down, and not us specifically, but the I internet. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't do we shit. Didn't do we just found an article that pointed it out. <laughs> but the internet may have tracked down his burner account. Um, the evidence for this is actually pretty damning. So the account is. At Johnny U zero two eight zero seven one four nine. So if you're gonna go with a burner account, you would definitely go with something extra, like weird and generic. Probably just typed in Johnny U and then whatever. Yeah. Johnny U is taken. Uh, use Johnny yeah, U one two eight seven six. Yeah, that's the one I want. Whatever. I yeah, care. sure. Don't care because I'm just making a burner account. <laughs> uh, so, it, but here's where it gets weird. Joined recently in September, just of this year. Uh, the tweets, though, all having to do with Jameis Winston, and all <laughs> in a positive light. Uh, one of them said, "One of them was a reply to somebody that was mentioning Jameis Winston." Jameis, uh, this account had replied, "Jameis Winston don't play rack up garbage yards." There was a stat that would show off my point from, but I can't find it anymore. He also replied to an article that said that Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be uh, starting and staying at QB despite Jameis Winston returning this week. And the reply was, if this is true, Jameis will ask for a trade. (laughs) But there's more (laughs) because on top of that, there was another one that said, Winston ain't re-signing in Tampa. You gonna bench me for Fitzpatrick, LOL. Trade me or release me. <laughs> um, all referred into the first person. So that's whoopsies. Yeah. Well, once everything started going around and the, this uh, the, the discovery started making its rounds, uh, the Twitter account uh, tweeted out the following quote. So I wake up to a bunch of retweets of white people saying, I'm Jameis Winston's <laughs> burner account. Ha, 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 ha. No, I'm myself. Johnson Yush, a 30-year-old registered gun owner living in Texas. And if you want to be brave enough, uh, uh, enough, oh, and well, he can't type, but it's enough to try and come and try me. Go ahead, dot, dot, dot. I'm willing to die. So this dude, if it's not Jameis Winston, is willing to die on the hill that is defending <laughs> literally James die Winston. on the hill. Like, just all sorts of craziness I from this. D- I did look up the name on Facebook. Mike found a, a Facebook yeah, account. There for is a, yeah, and he's in Texas. He had like fifteen friends with like no posts, but that could be one of those things where like the posts just don't show up unless right, you're their friend. Right, yeah, so yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah. verify, but I was like. Man, I want to friend this dude so bad and be like, hey, you want to come on the show? Talk about your Twitter account? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was just looking at his Twitter account before the show started, just the recent ones. There's all sorts of ones now just 
anti-liberal. Like, it sounds like somebody who would be in Texas just, oh, you liberals saying blah, blah, blah. But then he's a super Jameis Winston fan. It seems super contrary to me. I think that a gun-toting Texan would want nothing to do with a black quarterback. That gun-toting Texan is like, Ryan Fitzpatrick's pretty good. He's right. actually, he's underrated. It's like, that superintendent from last week y'all talked about? I like that guy. Can't trust the accuracy from them blacks. But we think this might be Jameis. I love so it. We're just I love it. And I love that, that he's there. that committed to the bit that he's going to start oh, yeah. going like full on anti-liberal. GOP. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Good stuff. All right. So let's talk some more Twitter. Uh, this week, the internet exploded. We've got a lot of Twitter. We do have a lot of Twitter. Uh, the internet exploded when a Cubs tweet from 2012 surfaced uh, where they were talking about... Um, uh, somebody was doing the seventh inning stretch with their mm-hmm. with their grandsons singing "Take Me Out to the Ball yeah. Game." Yeah, but the picture on the tweet was a girl spread eagle nipples out. Clearly, a porn picture, like a stock image from a porn site. Yep, uh, right there on the tweet, and everybody was like, "How is this up from 2012? Nobody <laughs> notices this. This is just sitting here." Uh, a lot of internet sleuths ended up finding out, like it's likely an issue with. TwitPic and the hosting and stuff like that that altered the the image link. Uh, and then they were like, if you had an account in 2012, you may need to go back and look at your tweets, which I did. I was like, what did I do? I have anything weird? <laughs> like, no, we're good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, a lot of gifts. I've, I realize I overuse gifts on Twitter, so I apologize. I that. don't. <laughs> I use a lot of gifts and I have no shame. That's where that's where gifts come alive. Well, so during all of this, uh, this obviously led to some investigations into people's Twitter accounts and looking at at what they're doing <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, Ryan Shazier's follow list uh, came out. This man is uh, he's a freak. All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna read off. Yeah. Dirty clicking. <laughs> he's, he's doing all the dirty I, clicking. I never even thought dirty to use. Follow-up? I never thought to use Twitter this way. Like, but. There are clearly clearly people who do. So let me just read off some of these accounts that that are actual follows of Ryan Shazier. He follows Blush Gentlemen's Club. He follows uh, porn star Lisa Ann. He follows porn star Jenna Shea. He follows porn star Kilana Kida. He follows... Another porn way, star. Way to say, how, way to sell how you didn't know how to say her name. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know that one. Uh, I can't read this one. It, her name is just Queen. Rami Round, Rari Round. What the fuck is? It? All right, uh, Hussy Models. He follows Anastasia Knight. He follows Abella Danger. Uh, Alina Lopez. He follows Jennifer Brown. Porn starlet. Right, we get it. We get it. We get it. Get to the ones that are freaky, though. I mean, following the, porn stars ain't no thing. That's a little weird. It's Nobody cares about weird. that. That's it, a lot it, of it's, porn it's stars. It's weird, but that's a lot of porn stars. Yeah, fine, fine. He fine. also follows at Horny Relatable. Here we go. He follows at Girls That Squirt. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> he follows at Squirt Vid. Two different squirt accounts. My man likes to squirt. Is your follows. The, the author of this article pointed out... Uh, how weird is that? Like most people are just scrolling Twitter like randomly throughout the day. They're out in public Getting checking news. Twitter. Yeah, like, hey, what's going on? That means with all of those accounts, several times Ryan Shazier is getting uh, naked Porn ladies picks. and squirters <laughs> popping up on his phone out in public and does not give a shit. I- <laughs> 
I, mean, I don't. I know. I don't know what to if say. If I had all to... sorts of money and rolled like that, I mean, I guess no shame no, in my we game. T- we talked about that. That's even more terrifying because there are people always taking pictures of you. So that means you could be at dinner, like with your family, just checking Twitter, and all of a sudden somebody snaps a picture over your shoulder, and it's a squirter gif on your phone while your girlfriend or wife or whatever is sitting across the table from you. Weird. Yeah, you don't think that's going to go viral immediately? I mean, it did, and he didn't even have to do that. That's a good one, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, so like, if you want to like clean, you're on your screens on camera now. Like, yeah, 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 no, no, I got, I got to delete out yeah, some yeah, follows. Yeah, I mean, yeah delete like, off those extra pages you got. Shout out to Lisa Ann, What up? <laughs> which, which one of them Notre Dame players was she? Did she bang? Oh, who the was wide, it? It was a yeah, wide receiver, and I can't some... remember who it was. I can't remember. Either. I remember the story because I was all about like. Yeah, you went was... to like a, a Knicks game with her and sat like yeah. front row or something yeah. like that. And that was the first time I gave anybody from Notre Dame props <laughs> <laughs> that didn't play for the Niners. I'm like, oh, this dude, I get, I fucks with him, but I can't remember who it was now. I can't remember either. It was I'll like look three at, or four years ago. I'll look it up while you go into the next story. <laughs> Type Notre Dame and Lisa Ann, and it'll be the first thing yep. that pops up. All right, moving on to uh, James Harrison, who uh, he's got an idea for how leaving Justin Bell, Brent. Justin Brent. He was 19 years old. And the first article that popped up: Lisa Ann on sleeping with Notre Dame wide receiver Justin Brent. <laughs> Good for you, Justin. Good work, kid. <laughs> High five, bro. But anyway, uh, James Harrison has a plan for how Le'Veon Bell should handle this whole not showing up thing, <laughs> hold good. out, yada, yada, yada. So this week he was on uh, FS1 First Take. I mean, Undisputed, whatever the fuck they call it, their generic version of First Take. Uh, Harrison said, quote, if I'm Le'Veon, I'm coming back November 13th, which would be the last day that he could come back and still get paid for the season yeah. as far as signing his uh, franchise tender. And I'm giving you everything I got. But come Saturday, something ain't right. I can't play on Sunday. End quote. <laughs> so basically what what he's suggesting is that Le'Veon Bell should come back, practice, do everything that he needs to do to make it appear as if he's you know going to play and do all that, get his money for coming back. Yeah. But then, ah, oh, man, coach, you know what? I got an injury. Mm, I can't good. do this. Mm. And not play the rest of the season, but still be able to collect them checks, which on the one hand is completely genius because, I mean, I, I mean, some people have suggested that anyway, kind of sort of like that he was going to go up into the point where he couldn't, he would about to not get paid, which would be this November 13th, and then yeah. come and do whatever, but, you know, be not at 100%, so he, he would be inactive for a few weeks anyway or whatever. And right. So basically it would kind of roll into only playing a couple games or whatever, so he'd minimize risk. Got that back tightness. That right. one That one injury that you can't really oh, diagnose. And, and the hammy, the hammy. Oh, <laughs> the hammy's it's tight. tight. Oh, it's uh, so tight, Coach. It's, it's a deep burn, deep burn. Oh, it's a high ankle sprain. I got a high ankle yeah, sprain. I'm yeah, just going yeah, yeah. to walk Sit around. Sit this one out. Uh, give me one on walking boots. But yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, saying that he shouldn't, I mean, it's it would be shitty for his teammates, even shittier than sitting out and not showing <laughs> up completely, I would suppose. But, I mean, James Harrison tells it like it is, so, I mean, I ain't mad. I, if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm getting paid one, one way or another. <laughs> I just love this, this came up at, at work this week, and uh, we have a, a group chat of sports fans at work, and uh, a buddy brought up, like, this brings James Harrison into like so many questions about James Harrison. He came to Cincinnati and played for one year where he was barely and uh, like he was barely effective. <laughs> and then he went back to Pittsburgh and, and was like up a again. baller again. Yep, yep. And it's like, wait, did he just come here and collect the check some shit yeah, and just get like some yeah, team yeah, 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 info? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and now I'm going to yeah. go back to Pittsburgh and ball out. Hired mercenary. <laughs> so much conspiracy theories around it. And I'm here for all of that. Hey, getting paid, getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, 
Wait, Tank said Mike is Jameis Winston's burner counting these porn stars' names. So if his <laughs> wife watches later, he won't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. How to I legit. I legit didn't know most of those names. To be fair, I didn't either. Like, After Lisa Ann, I was like, I don't know. Who uh, people like, do do people really follow porn stars that close that they're like fans of their work? I mean, you might know one or two. Like I said, I know who Lisa Ann is. But I think everybody that, has like, like their favorite. Yeah, but the then go-to. outside of that, it's just like, oh, that chick. It's just like, <laughs> look at Joe's face. Joe's like, my dad's watching. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> porn? I don't watch no porn. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. Joe, this was a story just for Joe this week. Uh, everybody else, if you want to listen, you, you can. If not, you know. uh, <laughs> yeah, way to suggest people not pay attention I'm to the show. I'm just kidding. Cool. Uh, you'll see why here in a second. Uh, Paul Rabel, is that, am I saying that right? Rabel? Rabel. Rabel. Uh, uh, Coming out of the gates hot. <laughs> Paul Rabel, uh, he's starting a new outdoor lacrosse league. Uh, where the players in this league are actually going to be full-time. And now, hold on. I'm not being smart when I ask this. Is there such a thing as indoor lacrosse? Yes, there is indoor lacrosse. Okay, there's two professional. I've only ever seen it yeah, outdoor. There's two professional leagues. There's indoor lacrosse. Uh, it's called box lacrosse. And okay. then there's outdoor. Uh, both uh, Indoor lacrosse, i got to be honest, is really fucking fun to, to watch. To be fair, I've only ever seen like lacrosse on college like level. That's so where most people, yeah, that's so where most like, people are, are exposed to it. Is there an indoor lacrosse thing? Well, okay. and it's because the pro leagues don't really have a great um, – like there's not a – good distribution of the like nobody it's not on tv anywhere you might catch it a little bit on like late night espn re-airs but there's right. not really ever any good professional lacrosse coverage um but anyways there will be a new league uh so the the cool thing about it is the the empl- the players will be full-time employees right now in the outdoor league the players are part-time employees most of them have a second job which is really shitty if you think about it like if you are that good at lacrosse that you go to like a duke or a johns hopkins and then you make it to the pros and it's like yeah you got to get hey, another job real too. quick shout out to chris reva tuning into the show hey what up, what's up reva? chris man long time uh I, know. I haven't gotta, heard that name in a long time right there. Reeve on the show. I know. He texted me out of nowhere when I was in Chicago like to say what Let's up. Let's get him on. All right, sweet. Uh, anyways, uh, health benefits as well for the players, which is always a, a good thing when a league is willing to do something like that. The cool thing about the league, too, instead of being tied to a specific city, they're going with that big three style. They're going to travel city to city, so that way you don't have to worry about you know renting out uh, mm-hmm. stadiums, worrying mm-hmm. about teams folding because they don't have a local talent It's basically, or local support. It's basically just a travel show um i'm really excited for this based on the broadcast if they can get decent broadcast i think there's an opportunity there the uh, the interesting thing i found about this one this story isn't funny or crazy or whatever but the interesting thing i found about this is with the number of kids not playing football the number of kids playing lacrosse has actually increased like I thought that, that dramatically might, actually, might happen actually. Yeah, and it's then the on closest thing, right? With the cult contact, and and then on top of that, it generally is more of like a richer family sport. Oh like yeah, the, only rich white kids. Be playing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Joe played. Joe's that rich white kid. <clears throat> Joe played. Up? Joe played for Mooney and played for Mount St. Joe's. You were on the first ever Cardinal Mooney lacrosse team, right? What, what up, Joe? I was. I was. Man. Yes. Were you the first ever goalie, or did you transition yep, to goalie? Yep, I was the first. Well, it, you know, you get there, nobody wants to be goalie, and you, someone steps up, and that person was me, and I got stuck. Yeah. And then you got a college scholarship out of it, so. No, I was D3. I don't get money. 
technically no money. Technically no money. <laughs> technically, yeah, right. <laughs> technically no money. Uh, Joe got them twenty dollars handshakes after the <laughs> Mount St. Joe's games. Uh, are you pumped for this league, Joe? Or do you think this is going to be successful? I mean, it's just like any other secondary league going on right now with basketball, with all the football is going on. Only thing different is they're going to be the outdoor league right now. Um, they don't offer people the health benefits or anything. Yeah. Like that. So if you get hurt, it's all out of pocket. So your other jobs insurance, right? So, cover so the the partner <laughs> the partners that they're gonna like go with um, are the people that also do like uh, what was it like UFC and uh, a couple other big names. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, that account, yeah. that firm that's in there. Yeah, yeah. So they have all that. So they've got the money. It'll just God. be interesting to see. You know what that like, means? The that player means it's gonna be. That means it's gonna be ESPN Plus. That's who's gonna end up picking mm. the broadcast right for this. Well, yeah. Now that HBO's getting out of like all sports and stuff like Shit. that. So that sucks. That means I'm gonna have to pay five dollars a month to watch it that's gonna suck downside all right anyways yeah. there you go lacrosse news boom bringing the lacrosse news heat <laughs> bringing it strong yeah, i tried yeah it was good <laughs> you, you faked it until you made it all right so this past saturday i play lacrosse by the way club team you did xavier. yeah club oh, team and xavier yeah yeah did you cheat at that like golf or? uh no i was too out of shape to play we brought oh, kegs okay. to the okay. game like we would, like actual cakes? Cakes. Cakes. Oh, cakes. Like beer cakes. <laughs> beer cakes. <laughs> I just said cakes. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like are you guys the team cakes the, the team had uh when we would travel to a game, it would be like everybody piled into a bunch of cars and the lead uh vehicle in the uh convoy to the game was a, a truck where somebody was sitting in the back holding onto our keg. And we would get out, everybody would bring the keg to the sideline, tap it, and then we would play the game. We got into a fight against UD too, so <laughs> it was it was a good time. <laughs> totally worth it. Well, moving on. Uh, this past Saturday, the, during the Clemson, uh, you played lacrosse. Did you see how he was so shocked by it? you played sports? No, it wasn't that. It was the whole lacrosse part of it. Like you've, it's one of those things. I'm just now finding this out. I mean. I got all kinds of secrets. You're not a rich white boy. <laughs> I wouldn't even go on there, but I mean, all right. anyway, during the uh, Clemson uh, Georgia Tech game, um, game, 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 uh, sideline reporter Molly McGrath, uh, she was out here dropping sweet knowledge, and this one was about Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables. Uh, according to Bill Sweeney on the uh, Clemson staff, yes. Venables has an alter ego on game days, uh, and he's named Vinny. And Vinny, uh, quote, doesn't remember what he says and does on game days and only remembers the mistakes his players made. End quote. This dude is Mr. That's, Football. That is what you want in your defensive coordinator. Just a crazy psycho. psychopath. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I black out for three hours a week. But I remember that you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember to chew your ass out. Have you ever watched this dude? Like, he needs his own... Well, There's I a... watched a video of him that was within the article and something else, and I'm like, oh, this dude's pretty psycho. Yeah. He's one of those super animated coaches. There's always a get-back coach on college teams yeah. that, like, is in charge of, like, telling the players to get back. It's not him. This No, this dude needs his own get-back yeah. coach. There's a strength yeah, yeah, and condition, yeah. a conditioning coach that's assigned to just pull him back onto the sidelines because he's so psycho. Amazing. Fucking psychopath, man. He makes, you know, like everybody talks about Bo Pelini and like when Bob Stoops would like lose his right. mind. Everybody was like, this yeah. guy's crazy. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know if I could deal with somebody makes, yelling in my face insane. like that. <laughs> this dude admits to an alter ego. 
I black out. <laughs> what? I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Sorry, man. I blacked out. I, you know I'd how like it is to, on game day. I'd like to talk to some recent defensive players for Clemson <laughs> and just see, like, so how crazy is this motherfucker? All you gotta do is just watch a Clemson game. You'll see them. Like they'll they cut to him on the sidelines. It depends. He's like, Does anybody go quit during the game? Mm, we'll talk about game? that. Or, we'll, we'll talk about that one here in a minute. Last story. Everybody by this point has seen Gritty, the new Philadelphia oh Flyers. Oh my god, this thing of nightmares. Terrifying mascot. Uh, just who designed that? Basically, shit? if a Muppet. Got strung out on crack, uh, sucked a few dicks, and then ended up falling into a mascotting job. That's what Gritty is. He is nightmare fuel. Um, but there's actually a brewery uh, in Philadelphia because is what breweries do best. They're capitalizing on uh, on somebody's newfound fame and, and some new trend. There is going to be a Gritty beer that gets released by the beer itself this. won't be gritty it's just i don't know maybe i feel <laughs> like i feel like this beer is going to be one that like has like a ton of sediment in it it's real like bits real of gravel in it <laughs> uh the name of the beer is actually called nightmare fuel it's <laughs> well a, they know their audience <laughs> it's a cream ale brewed with vanilla and bruised oranges <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> that doesn't uh, sound appealing at all. No, it, but it's hilarious when you realize what gritty looks like. It's like, yeah, you do look like you have some bruised oranges. Like you're a you're you're rough up, gritty. <laughs> uh, it's by Broken Goblet Brewing. Um, it will be available soon on draft um, in their their tap room. I don't even know. I'm guessing they're from Philadelphia. I, I really, really, really want this beer on the show. Dude, I would love to have. Do they have a name for it yet? Nightmare Fuel. Nightmare Fuel. Okay, yeah. You did <laughs> Which that. Sorry. Is dead on. <laughs> wait, wait to pay attention and keep looking at Twitter over there. <laughs> Sorry. Which he gritty just popped up on my timeline is ironic <laughs> as all hell. Um, no, I, I he's such a thing of nightmares, and I've heard nightmare all week in relation to him. Yeah. The other no, we need that beer. We need I to somehow figure out to how get. to get Nightmare Fuel on. I don't care. We road trip to Philadelphia <laughs> just for gritty beer. <laughs> Just you know, there, there, the last time there was a beer that we were like, man, that's one we got to get on the show um, was the the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys mm. sucks beer that we were like, we'll never get a chance. And then we did. So maybe we'll maybe we'll luck Dreams into some gritty beer. True. Uh, this has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets and by Burner Accounts. Uh, and by and, Porn Stars. And Squirter Videos. Uh, whatever. Squirter Videos. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, man. I don't know either. What is, what is I, a I squirt? Had to, I had to can look it up. Tell me what a squirt is. <laughs> I had to look it. I have no idea. Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with that kid from Clemson, or should we start with uh, William Hayes today? By the way, the phone lines are now open. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Feel free to give us a call or tweet at or uh, text the show. Either one is fine. Hey, can text. you make sure like nothing's muted or anything so I don't get called out? You know, I'd appreciate you. <laughs> make you sure my give mic you, ain't muted. You want me to give you a test call right now, Joe? You want me to give you a test call? I'll give you a test call. Make sure it's not. It's not. Uh, Broken. Uh, where do you want to go first? You want to go Clemson kid? It works. Cool. All right. The line works. Clemson kid. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. All right. So this week, Clemson QB Kelly Bryant is transferring from Clemson. Something about that last name makes you a bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, anyway, so he has uh, he's announced that he's transferring from Clemson because he's been benched um, this this whole season. 
Uh, Kelly Bryant has been splitting time with a freshman uh, at Clemson. Dude looks like sunshine from Remember the Titans. Trevor Lawrence has <laughs> got a cannon. That, like, if you've watched any of the Clemson games, Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. Like That kid is going to be really tough, especially as he gets older. And Bill Sweeney made the call to just go with the freshman. Would you just... Another tweet of fucking gritty yes like he's all over my timeline mina kimes just tweeted out a picture of him that's like one of the most disturbing i've seen is it the one of him reenacting the kim k breaking the Every, uh, no 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 everyone can see it and it's just his eyes it, yeah it's just his, his face just <laughs> like terrible. I'm like oh shit <laughs> god uh so anyways uh kelly bryan is is transferring this is it's an interesting situation that we're in now in college football because the ncaa changed some transfer rules this year we talked which, about them yeah it allows a player to transfer if they've played in four games or less so that means a quarter or a third of the way through the season you can decide you don't want to play at this school anymore and you're allowed to transfer without losing a year of eligibility and you also now don't have to get the school's permission which was always a big thing too and i never really understood that when a kid had to go to his school and be like hey i want to transfer and they were like nah fuck you you're not allowed to or right. yeah you can but you're not allowed to go anywhere within the conference it's like well why? Why yeah. can't I do that? Um, so these rules are now in place, and it really changes how seniors and, and kids who are not getting playing time are, are going to manage their college careers. We've already seen it for those first few weeks. There have been so it's many like dudes. An amazing number of guys just, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Just after games, like during midweek, whatever. Just There's a kid from Tennessee who in the I'm third done. quarter uh, refused to go in. And then the coach was like, fine, then get out of here. And he was like, great, I'm transferring. And left mid-game, third quarter. And these guys obviously know the rule now because, I mean, I feel like they wouldn't be pulling right. these stunts or, you know, in Brian's situation, he probably would have just kept his mouth shut till the end of the season, whatever, just gone through with it. Now it's just, hey, I'm leaving. I'm out. I yeah. don't have to worry about it anymore because that's the rule. It's so crazy to me. So do you think now we're going to see a lot of uh, yes. a lot of coaches like change the, the way that they handle They're these gonna kids? They're going to have to. But what do you do when you have like a legit QB competition like in Clemson? One is going to win out over the other one, but now Clemson is in a really tough spot. And that's where I think Bryant's being a little short-sighted on this. I understand you want to be the guy, but this is a mobile quarterback that is one play away from breaking a leg. I mean, how many times have well, we seen? I think we talked about this when we talked about the rule. We might have brought up the whole Notre Dame situation that they had a couple years mm -hmm. ago, and and with with Golston, uh, uh, Golston and Zaire, yeah, and, and then again with Zaire and Kaiser, right? I was gonna say, and, <laughs> and like, now again with uh, <laughs> with Wimbush and seemingly Book. always yeah. have it, but it, yeah, basically no. the Brian Kelly problem. Yeah, uh, it's like <laughs> it goes back to his time at UC. I mean, yeah, if you're the loser <laughs> of whatever quarterback battle, though, I mean. Why, why would you stick around, I guess? I, I know what you're saying, where it's short-sighted in this case. I, I guess I would do what I kind of just suggested, where it's like, uh, oh, let me see how this plays out through the year, and then right. well, go. And especially in Brian's case, he's already graduated, so he's allowed to transfer next year anyway. anyways. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. Maybe he's a redshirt. Maybe he doesn't have that year of eligibility. I could have exhausted it, yeah. He may have to stick around. I, so. I just have a feeling we're going to see this a lot more because these kids want to play and want to be showcased. And it's weird because you go to a school where you swear you want to be the starter and you want right. to compete, but then as soon as you end up having to compete, they're like, nope, I'm out. I want to go somewhere where I can just be the starter basically without having to do, do anything. Do you think these rules are what finally stops the Alabama train? 
Because let's face it, Alabama is loaded I would with say, talent. I would say yes, except for all of those kids go to Alabama knowing damn well what's in front of them. And That's what true. Like, I've actually never understood that. But every kid that they get in there at all these positions where they're completely stocked up, where it's like, yeah, you're basically not going to start until you're a senior. Right. And they, they still get those kids to go there. So, I mean... I, Alabama, if that was going to happen, it already would have. So I don't think it necessarily stops. Like, well, I but mean, but no, but, it, but like, the point they, being, they have their their situation with Hertz and Tua and that whole thing. Right. Maybe one of like them, but the rest of the positions, I, like those guys going there, just don't seem to care. It's crazy to me that Alabama is able to recruit like they are, and it doesn't affect them one bit. Like it doesn't no. hurt them at all. They, I mean, you walk in the living room like, "Hey, we've got three NFL guys right in front of you. You probably won't play for two years, best." Yeah, it, yeah. minimum two years. Yeah, you'll you'll compete for the job your junior year. Yeah, and then you'll you play might see some teams. starting time. Yeah, senior year. And, and then, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, but and the, so they still get those guys. So I don't think that program. I think it affects everybody else where you you happen to land where you don't aren't used to having more than one guy at a position where you're like, "Oh my God, we're completely stacked," or we got. A few of the top guys at this position, and then they are going to be the ones that feel the hurt. I think what's going to be interesting is it's going to change recruiting in general. Like oh, yeah. at this point, you're you're at the the point where these kids have already been brought in, so they they were brought in under the old rules, and now it's all of a sudden you have to change your entire recruiting pitch to sell these kids on the idea of sticking around even if you're not playing. And I have no idea how schools are going to do that, no, man. because um, basically you can no longer just lock them in and once they sign, right. all right, I got you until yeah. whatever. But I think I think where it's going to be most talked about and, and the most impact is that the quarterback position because there's only one. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a defensive guy. Running back, running back position will be pretty big too. Well, well, but even with running back, I mean, there's right. a lot of committee things and you might not necessarily be the guy. But that's, a th- but that's what I'm saying. I think there'll be a lot of guys that are it. like, I don't want to split carries. I want to showcase myself. I want to go somewhere where I'm going to get. But I mean, how many, even, how, how many places in general in football are doing that anymore? Like almost all places you're splitting time to a certain If Le'Veon Bell gets what he wants, it'll be <laughs> Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's not that many places like that anymore anyways, but I, I think quarterback is where you'll see it the most. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. I think quarterback would be the... Because there's only one. Well, and especially that's a position where it's so high profile right. that, like, if you're the guy, if you're the guy that's, the, that's QB1, you don't ever want to give that up. Exactly. And when you do have to give it up, you're like, fuck it, I'll be QB1 somewhere else. I don't give a shit. Exactly. I'll go, to, I'll go play for Lane Kiffin down at FAU and be QB1 because all I got to do is get my reps on tape. That's all I need to do. I mean, in, in, with the draft now, I mean, you're seeing guys like, you know, coming out of these D3 schools the last couple it's not years a, right, with Josh it's not Allen. As, it's not it doesn't important. matter where yeah. you're playing. It's just, exactly. am I out there? As, am I being talked about? Doesn't matter where it is. Which is why I think running back could be influenced by that because if you're not getting the touches that you feel you deserve, go somewhere lower level, you know, go to an FAU, go to a USF, get a ton of touches, dominate, just get that film out there and make these NFL scouts notice you. No. It's dude, I love college it. football. It's a new dynamic. It's, it's definitely it's gonna a change new dynamic. The game. Yeah, it really is and I, I think it's I don't think it's going to make it worse. No, no, um, no, no, I don't think it's going to make anything worse at all. But I think it's going to be a Big time adjustment for college football fans because it's going to make things messy. And it, well, here's what, the problem with college football fans is they get so invested in these kids and don't right. think of them as kids that are there. They're just like, assets. Yeah, and they're just yeah. like, 
fuck that kid. Oh, you're right. a transfer. Fuck you. Right, I hope yeah. you break yeah, both your legs. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is still a kid. Like, that right. dude's 19 years old. Lay well, off. it's still a human being, even if it wasn't a kid. Right. <laughs> People well, doing that yeah, no, you're anyway. Right. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Uh, you know, the that's the biggest adjustment is going to be college football fans because, yes, the coaches are going to have to adjust. But a coach, if he's got the guy that he thinks is the starter and better anyway, the coaches could eventually just well, be it's like, well, like yeah. what it's like what Bill said in this Clemson case. He was like, I think he's making the wrong move. Like he just flat out was like, he's making the wrong move. You know, who knows what could happen? Yeah. He could be right back to QB one next week. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he doesn't want to. But I mean, he also is like he also made the decision to go with the other guy. So, right. It, it, at least for the short term, he thinks he's better. So, you know, these, but yeah, the fans who think, well, no matter what, we've got this guy for the next few years and, you know, we've got the option. You can go back and forth. They're the ones who are going to be all butthurt and upset and have to get used to the fact that guys are no longer necessarily going to be there for as long as you think. How? Okay. So think about that log jam at Ohio state when they had all those quarterbacks, mm. that's a situation, you know, JT Barrett and then the, that whole thing when they won the national championship and then Barrett was good enough, but they had, uh, right. Uh, what's his name? Smith. I don't even remember. I know. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. They went to like their third string quarterback that year. Right. Uh, and it was, it was Cardell Jones. Well, Cardell Jones, I remember, but I'm thinking the, the starter originally, who's now the wide receiver in fucking Texas uh, for the Texans. I'm blanking on his name. He ended up converting, but Somebody he had gotten hurt, and then it went <laughs> everybody kept saying, like, every time Barrett would get in there, it would be like, Ugh, he's good enough to be the backup or whatever, but, you know, nobody ever wanted to commit to him. And so a guy like him who it's like, all right, well, if I'm only ever going to be viewed as good enough to be the number two, then fuck it, I'm out. How do you – and that's the, the crazy thing to me, and that's what I think is going to be the hardest for coaches is how do you recruit? Because you're not going to be able to recruit like – go ahead, Joe. I see you. Braxton Miller. Braxton you? Miller. That's before it. that was Terrell Pryor. TP. Uh, TP that's yeah, who you're thinking of, but he wasn't. No I, was think, no, I was thinking of Braxton Miller. Got you. Yeah, TP uh, wasn't. Anyway, so I, I feel like coaches, like, let's face Thank it. Thank you, Grady. I knew you would know. <laughs> I was actually waiting. I was like, I can't believe Grady hasn't chimed in if yet. You're, I know he knows If you're answer. going to recruit, for especially your quarterback position, knowing that your quarterback can go down at any time and you need a solid quarterback to carry you through the season, no coach is going to result, like, going to be like, ah, we'll just take whoever. Anybody. For, like, you're, street, you're constantly right. trying to get the best quarterbacks in there. So when you have a situation like that where you've got a guy who could start at another program, but he's committed to you and decided to you know come in and fight for a starting job and then doesn't win it, and then he's just like, fuck it, I'm out. Like how <laughs> that, the the recruiting aspect of this is going to be bananas going forward. It's going to be absolutely crazy to see how these coaches are able to navigate these waters. I think it's going to be the second thing because you still have that you. you Initially, guys are still going to want to go to you know the schools. It's going to be that second level, the the Lane Kiffins of the world who are in these guys' ears. Where it's like, hey, you know, come start for us then. <laughs> like it's going to be the the guys trying to poach all of those top yeah. flight guys to come there to get get the guys for the last few years. So of you think you think this rule could raise up those non power five schools to a, a more competing level? Yes, a more, well, more frequently because you have that every now and then where some of these schools score somebody and then it just vaults yeah. them because of that one guy. But I think it's going to happen more often where they they get in those guys' ears and. They, and they bring them in, and you'll see that more frequently. Okay, so if that's the case, if you if the which I agree, I do think like these non power five schools could start coming up. Does that mean 
you see Power Five schools stop scheduling these non-Power Five schools. Oh God, yeah, because they're like at that point they're your supreme competition. Well, not just that, but at that point, if you lose to a, a non-Power Five school who is able to to pull away some quarterback, that's and, what I'm saying. They're now your a, supreme a competition. Stud, you have nothing to gain winning that game. And Absolutely, everything to lose. You Next mean, thing you know, your goddamn Virginia Tech shitting your pants <laughs> against Old Dominion. Well, to um, be fair, Virginia Tech shits their pants against a lot of teams. Dude, why couldn't they wait until after the Notre Dame game though? That was supposed to be <laughs> that was supposed to be a resume builder, and instead it's like, man, it's just Virginia Tech. Welcome. I feel like Virginia Tech does this every, every year. year. They're every one of those year. teams that it they're matter. they do Notre always is, in the top twenty five and always Notre Dame is one of those teams. But that was supposed to be Notre Dame was going to have like two back to back top ten matchups: Stanford this week, Virginia Tech <laughs> next week, and then Virginia Tech goes and shits the bed against Old Dominion. And now it's like, well, all right, whatever, Notre Dame. Good luck. Yeah, have fun in Blacksburg. Just Who gives a game? <laughs> By the way, is that turkey gobble in Blacksburg the most annoying thing in college football? Uh, there's a lot of annoying things. I don't know. That is the most annoying. It, okay, then what it's is what's annoying. the most annoying thing? Of course, in college now you're football? gonna put me on the spot. Of course, I'm <laughs> going to. If you're, if I don't you're have say, one. I just feel like there's a lot of annoying. There's things. a lot of them. No examples spring to mind, but there are several available that you can research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At your leisure. Google that. <laughs> Drives it. it makes me think of South Park every time I hear that in a Virginia Tech game. And that's the, they play that for the first down. They play that all the time. That's like their oh, pump up thing. The oh, main the main point where they play it is when the opponent is on third down to try oh, and mess them up, going to get them into a fourth down. Yeah, so they hit them with the turkey gobble, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the South Park Sounds video like somebody game, gargling balls. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, you know how annoying the Carolina Panthers growl is? Uh, I, which, that was funny because as soon as I said it, uh, I was like, well, it's pro, but it's Carolina that, Panthers growl is one of the most it's annoying that, things but it's, in the sport. It's a it's turkey, turkey gobble. gobble. Like, yeah. who's intimidated by a goddamn no, no, turkey? Don't get me wrong. I, it's annoying. I just feel like there's other things in college football that annoy me. And, of course, like I said, I can't think of any uh, of them. Joe's dad just said the Arkansas pig sounds. That's a pretty – I didn't yeah. even realize they did that. But, good Lord, that's awful. I can't tell you the last time I watched an Arkansas game, <laughs> where they were playing at home especially. Right? Um, hmm, Quarter pass, right. never. Do you want to do white motherfucker real quick? We can do so white let's motherfucker. Do, let's do some white motherfucker. Um, but you motherfucker, you, you white. That's only if I miss, man. <laughs> right. You, you, that's yeah, fine. No, no, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's why I hit it. Oh, okay. You're just assuming I'm going to miss. Uh, <laughs> also this is, true. This is the part of the show where, uh, oh, Ooh. Chris says Rocky Top is still the worst. I kind of like Rocky Top. I don't hate Rocky Top. Uh, as a, yeah, Rocky Top isn't. Too I also bad. don't. I don't. They watch also. Enough. They also don't do it like every. They only five do it. It's just after a touchdown, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Touchdowns that's why. or wins or you know. <laughs> so it's but not that often. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Got him. It's not annoying. <laughs> Singer. Uh, I also don't live in Tennessee, and I'm not around Tennessee fans, so I don't. Yeah. Know. That, I could see how that could get annoying. I'm telling you, there's more annoying things. Like I said, I just, if I was playing, you know, if NCAA was still around, mm-hmm. I could tell you because that's yep. how I would always. That's why I hate you know what's the most annoying thing though is that stupid blue and red turf at Boise State and Arkansas State. (laughs) That's probably like the most annoying thing. You hate that? I I love love the blue turf. I'm all about the smurf turf. So dumb. (laughs) I mean, it's the first of all, they're a second tier program, so they gotta have some type of gimmick. Right, right. Uh, right. So yeah, here's your That's why I like it. Yeah, here's your blue turf. We're fucking Boise State. Look at this field that's ridiculous. (laughs) 
<laughs> our field is as ridiculous as our program. Right. Although their program isn't bad. All right. Anyways, white motherfucker, this is the point of the show where Joe or where Scott asked me a question about '90s hip hop or R&B. If I get it right, um, I, Scott has to do this uh, one, bro. Like I'm gonna get this ice ready because I feel like there's no way you're getting this one wrong. Wait, Chris said not. they do it after every first down or big play. Really. Uh, you haven't noticed how annoying it is because they don't get many of those. Well, yeah, but I really didn't think they did I it didn't after think every first yeah, down. That's a, like, that's, a long, that's a long song to yeah, say. Yeah, that's why I thought yeah. it was only after touchdowns. Maybe they just do like a portion of Rocky Top after. Maybe, Maybe like, just go like, Rocky Top. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top Tennessee. All right, and next play. Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're throwing the ball. They're throwing the ball. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into White Motherfucker. Scott is has almost guaranteed that I'm going to get this right, which means I will likely get it wrong. Um, because this reminds terrified. me of the vein of you not knowing anniversary and Tony, 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 like where it's like, if you don't know, you're going to know immediately after you. Okay, but I still got know. that wrong. So, it's all right, anyways. The, um, the segment. Okay, so white motherfucker question and, hit me with it. In 1994, a song was released by a... What do they call a foursome? I don't know what the hell they call those. A foursome? Yes, a foursome. <laughs> Quartet? Quattro? Yes, a group. Quartet? A group of I four? Quartet, right? Quartet. Quartet. A group of four. They released the song, uh, I Swear. Name that foursome. All for one. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's why I was like, I really was just like, I'm going to give him this one because I feel like some <laughs> like, yes. yes, that does deserve the rap air horn. I was like, I just he got... doesn't know this one. We're retiring the segment. Uh, I got to be honest. I think that song was uh, a song I danced to with my sixth grade girlfriend at a school dance. Fair All for ones, I swear. Wasn't there a white dude in that group too? There was like two white dudes. I think it was two white dudes and a, a black dude and so a that's, mixed dude or something That's like why that. I got it because it was just <laughs> Dude, in it. Well, uh, here we go. So Scott gets nice. <laughs> Scott gets to get iced for the first time in ages on this show. It's been so long, and that ice has been sitting here since our hundredth episode. Yeah, uh, weeks. Just oh, I'm glad the under the here. bar. <laughs> Wiping my chin from the old jism. I mean, ice. Oh, good job on that one, Scott. Uh, I feel good. The only downside is that means the next time we do White Motherfucker, I have to ask you a question. I also am not that upset about it. Oh, I hate I seriously, when questions. I came up with that, I was like, ah, I want to give him something that he's got a chance at. I thought, I mean, although sometimes I really do think you have a chance and then you're completely just white as shit but that one was one I, it seriously it was like we're gonna quit this if you don't get it we're done but you motherfucker baby you white as man not today not today T.I. today I am not that not white not as white as man is I got more I of got, an off white today I got all for one so really eggshell no shit mother of pearl is what I am this week um all right, let's talk about William Hayes since we were talking about football. Let's get into this. Um, the big discussion all season long has been this roughing the passer call in the NFL and how if you fall on the quarterback, it's roughing the passer because you landed with your body weight. Um, it was just a matter of time before it happened, and this week it happened. William Hayes from the Dolphins uh, went to make a sack, landed on the quarter, or he tried to avoid landing on the quarterback, and in doing so, tore his ACL and is out for the season. So for uh, the, the rule that was put in place to protect player safety, really just to protect the quarterback safety, has now cost a dude his entire season. Um, do we think that's going to make any type of impact on this? Like, 
Uh, obviously, they're not going. They can't change anything now. But do you think after the season's over, they they reassess this rule? Oh, they got it because um, they've already discussed how there's people on the uh, competition committee who are like, whoa, 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 and you've got quarterbacks who are saying this has gone too far. It's crazy, man. And, and there's been suggestions, and I'm not even shocked by this. That quarterbacks might be playing it up and straight up admitting, yeah, I mean, I'm taking hits back there on certain plays because if I take a hit and it looks like I got blasted, it's 15 free yards. Yeah. And so now you're having guys basically flopping. I mean, literally taking hits and hoping, eh, I'll just get the, there's nothing on this play. Well, I'll just take a sack. And if it's, you know, violent enough looking, doesn't even have to be violent, uh, we're going to get 15 yards and an automatic first down. Got to change it. I mean, yesterday, this has got to be changed. And I I do believe that it actually went into play. Because this, we all saw this coming. Nobody thought that this rule was going to work out to where it wasn't as... A, I think it's actually gotten even more ridiculous in application. Because I thought, well, this is going to be another dumb rule. And then the way they're calling it, it's insane. Yeah, it really is bananas how you can't fall on the quarterback i understand like yeah, the the weight transfer and yeah it's know. it's the the craziest i got rule. it when you couldn't pile drive them and pick them up that's and, totally you know, you fine yeah you couldn't hit them you know a few seconds after the ball was already crown gone. of the helmet above the right, shoulders fine. yeah those but are all it's fine. literally just you're putting your shoulder into guys and it just oh it has the look of being kind of violent. You fell on top of them and that's not cool. Yeah. Like I don't understand how that's protecting the quarterback falling on top of them. The worst thing that happens is he gets the wind knocked out of him. Like there's there's really not I mean they're basically admitting with that rule that they didn't want quarterbacks touched. Period. Uh, period. Right, right, right. That's, that's that's all it is. Right. Uh and, and and now we're seeing it in application and it's like this is insane. There's you can know what's the point of one of the most vital parts of football which is having a pass rush and disrupting the quarterback. It's completely taken out. I know everybody like complains and is talking about how well the game's just not the same and at this point just put a you know put flags on them and it, and it's not even football at this point. Do you think there's ever a point where the NFL changes and goes to more of like a, a seven on seven type scrimmage where there isn't really a, a rush on the quarterback? It's more just like a quarterback and receivers versus defensive backs. The day they do that is the day the NFL dies. You think so? Yeah. Dude, the NFL exists in one form. Uh, I mean, there's no way that you can just fundamentally change it and call it the same thing and expect people are still going to watch it. I mean, I, I mean, I do think that someday in the future, once they figure out this, all this stuff, it's going to go closer to that than we think. I think so too. Craftroot Sports, who's this? Did they just hang up? Oh, okay, cool. Good, anyway. good talk. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I do, I think it's going that way. And I, but I, again, I mean, by the time it gets there, the NFL just it'll be done. Like it's not, it can't, it cannot survive going away from tackling completely. But it, I mean, tackling completely wouldn't be out of the the sport. It would just be the big dudes who are rushing the quarterback would not be a part of the game. It would, it'll be a seven on seven scrimmage where. It's offense, and then DBs making big hits on wide receivers. I ain't watching it. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's I fair. That's a fair point. I, I'm okay with that. Craft Root Sports, who's this? It's your sister. 
It's, it might be. <laughs> no, it's not, you dicks. <laughs> well, I was trying to get you to Is talk. that Vic? Yeah, what's up? Hey, man, how are you? I'm stuck at work, brother. Oh, okay, that sucks, man. <laughs> Listening to you, assholes. Mm, that's a shitty night. Feel that's sorry a, for you. That's a pretty sweet way to spend at work, though. <laughs> hey, you know, I got to be honest with you. After I'm surprised after listening. I'm surprised Ryan Shazier is into, like, paraplegic porn by now. Oh, and shit. that guy went there. Oh, He's shit. the one. He I mean, I'm one. sure it's out there, but are there Twitter accounts for it? I'm mm. sure there is. There's, uh, mm. There's got to be. There's got to be. Your family. Bro. I bet you if you went to Twitter right now, it would be there. All right. Well, we're gonna find out. You keep talking. You go else. Uh, oh what my else? God, he's searching it. Whatever oh. else you want. I'm doing it from the Craft Root Sports account too. Oh, I'm no. not gonna search it from my account. <laughs> Baby, what is stupid. you doing? <laughs> they gonna shut us down. Oh man, do it from your regular phone until Alex will yell at you tomorrow. <laughs> She's already gonna be pissed at you because you see all that porn you were talking about. She doesn't watch the show. My wife doesn't watch the uh, show. Good point. <laughs> uh, so. When I searched paralyzed porn. Paralyzed uh, porn. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, stuff popped up about Larry Flint. That's really all that popped up. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Well, there you go. <laughs> no results for paralyzed porn uh, under well, people. That's why he doesn't so. on Twitter. He probably would. <laughs> he, walk, he walks now, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he walks now. He's not paralyzed. You know what? I don't feel bad making that joke. Fuck him. Learn how to tackle. I mean, he did, he, he did it to himself. He did do it to himself. Yeah, let's let's exactly. That's what I'm saying. Learn how to tackle, asshole. Then you wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> that was some harsh Don't drop your head. of the week. <laughs> Vic, who's your vote for motherfucker of the week this week? Are you voting for you that? for making me sign up for an Instagram account and then I don't even and then the pictures aren't even up there. <laughs> yeah, all of our punishments are on hold for right now. We do owe three that's punishments. Scott's Scott's gonna have God to do. Damn it! Now I gotta delete this shit and sign up again later. I mean, you could just now I got. You could just no, not delete that. it. Now I got all kind of people following me. And, uh, I don't need that pressure. I'm not posting fucking <laughs> pictures on it. So you signed yeah. up for Instagram just to see my punishment? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's gonna be fucking hysterical. Is Craft Root Sports the only account you follow on Instagram? Yep. Not even my wife, which is probably gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> When she finds out, I can't believe I'm, I can't believe I haven't got a phone call yet. Like, you, oh, what's this thing on Instagram? Yeah. Well, fuck you, motherfucker. All right, fair enough. We'll take that. Uh, Vic, it was good talking to you, man. We'll drink some bourbon this weekend. All right. See you guys later. All right, Peace. see you, bro. Um, man, that thank, was... Thank I, your brother for not going all racist. I can't believe you went there, though, with Ryan Shazier. Uh, yeah, that no, was, he went paraplegic. Um, all right. Well, since we're talking about it, let's do uh, degenerate dartboard of doom. Shall we get into that? For, let's talk picks before we get into DDD. So last week, uh, Joe was the only one that got a win. Joe had Ohio, <laughs> he had Ohio State minus thirty seven over and I Tulane. Said I would give Joe the highest of props. The man deserves it for having the balls to take all of them. Points and here's and the worst right part: up our asses. I was reading an article about the worst beats from this weekend. And Ohio State Tulane was like uh, the number two worst beat of the week. And the reason why is because with two minutes to go in the game, 
Ohio State got the ball back. They were up they scored a already. Touchdown. They were yeah, they were up already by like I think they were thirty five. They were up by thirty five or something like that. That was the number that I picked that they would win yeah. by too. And then Urban Meyer called five straight pass plays <laughs> up thirty five against Tulane at home. Ran five straight. Was it Urban? No, it wasn't Urban. Urban's not back. Yeah, that no, was no, Urban's was. back. That, yeah, 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 that was what Joe. That five was part straight, of what he based it on. Five straight pass plays against Tulane to get down into the red zone, scored to then win by forty-two or whatever they won by. Uh, so Tulane plus thirty-eight was actually a solid bet to take. Right. Uh, well, of course it was. Except, thirty-eight points is except a ton. Urban Meyer is a cockface who threw the ball five times up thirty-five with less than two minutes to go. That motherfucker probably had money on. Ohio State. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, with with that type of uh, coincidence at the end of the yeah. game, like, oh no, 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 we gotta go. We gotta get one more. We gotta get one more out here. We gotta get one more. <laughs> but Joe is spared from the uh, degenerate dartboard of doom this week. <laughs> However, tune in uh, one of these episodes. Are we gonna do that next week? No, come on, man. One of these episodes. You gotta, you gotta make the people wait for it. That's you know? fair. Gotta, that's fair. I understand. One of these episodes, Joe is going to be in booby tassels, uh, and it's going to be fantastic to see. However, uh, Scott and I are both throwing at the dartboard tonight. Uh, Scott had UC minus eight over Ohio U, which I thought was a lock. It should have been. And then UC did come back. They They did win the game. Well, but that's the thing. You almost lost outright. Right. I was going to say they almost straight lost. But they come back to win. and They they, they They won by four. four. Yeah, they won by four to win that game. Which I think if they didn't have to come back, you you likely would have covered. But. That right. first half was brutal for UC. Yeah. Uh, so that was an I L. was drowning in the, the the Braves bidding in the playoffs. So I, I honestly didn't give a fuck at the moment. <laughs> the next day I thought about it. I was like, God damn it, UC. <laughs> uh, I had Green Bay uh, minus three over Washington. I thought for sure that Green Bay was going to be able to cover that, especially when Rodgers was playing. I was like, shit, I got this. And then Green Bay just went ahead and shit the bed. I think Rodgers went that's like classic NFL for you. It really shit, is. That, that's like, what, seriously. That's why NFL games NFL. are so hard to pick because it's like there's no way, especially with Aaron Rodgers playing. There's, there's no absolutely way no reason that Green Bay shouldn't have covered three points against fucking Washington. Right. And uh, they ended up losing, and I lost. So Scott and I will be. I actually this thought week. that that was the easiest call of the week. That's Yours. what I thought too. <laughs> I was I like, felt oh so damn, this dude got, got this one. Like, yeah, that's that's the easiest one. The He's only got thing lot. I was worried about was if Rodgers didn't play. Because with Kaiser in there, it was like, oh, maybe. Even but even the, but but Washington at that point, sucks. but at that point, it was like I could see Green Bay winning by one or two if if Rodgers right, isn't in there. Yeah. But then when Rodgers was clear to play, I was like, I got this in the back. I'm not even watching I was thinking this game. Two touchdowns, <laughs> yeah, like, I was, easily. Easily, I was two like, touchdowns. I'm not even watching. It wasn't until Joe texted us both afterwards. Yeah, and, and said, and uh, I was like, wait, I lost. What I, the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention either, and then got the notification, and it's official. Both of y'all are throwing darts. I'm like, yeah. damn, Mike had to throw. I looked the score. I'm like, ain't that a bitch? Yeah, that was a, that was a horrible game, a horrible beat on that one. So anyways, uh, those were our – so we will throw here in a minute. Let's do our picks for this week uh, before – we throw. I think that's a. Yep. Joe's dad said Urban knows the spread. I'm, I'm telling uh, you. On that 100% one, on that right. one, there's no fucking doubt. Should we do the picks now or should we throw first? What do you think, Joe? Let's throw you want to throw? Yeah, okay. Let's throw first. Uh, you do you want me first. to go first? All right. Yeah, I'll yeah, go. Yeah. I'll go first. Hit him with the graphic that I worked so hard on. <laughs> Scott, you're gonna have to commentate. All righty. As Mike steps up to the degenerate dartboard of doom. 
for the third week in a row. This is Mike's third week in a row throwing at the dartboard. He is now a dart professional. <laughs> we, we will see where he lands on the board this week. Mike, go ahead and throw. What are the new punishments that got out here? Oh, we, we've got, well, this week for punishments, we've got Huck Finn, Icy Hot Undercarriage, Drill Sergeant, Cheese Whiz Chaser, Art by Jude, Freedom, and Fuck Over Another, which is if you hit the uh, dead center of the dartboard with a bullseye, you get the chance to fuck over another one of the... Uh, the members of the So show. real quick before I throw, let's talk about what these new punishments are. I was going to say, I'm not sure the new ones. I can't remember what we didn't have last week. Yeah, so I think uh, Huck Finn is new. Huck Finn is new. Okay. Uh, that's where you have to wear overalls and a straw hat. You have to be <laughs> oh, Huckleberry shit. Finn for the entire episode. Can um, I be Huckleberry Hound instead? Sure, man. Whatever okay, you cool. want. You can do that. I'll paint myself pink. Uh, what else do we have on this one? Uh, I'm trying to think of I'm what the, the new ones are. Uh, blue. Drill Sergeant is a new one. That's where the other guys on the show can tell you to oh, drop and drop give them 20 at any, uh, at any point during oh the show. Uh, we're going to have to do a lot of push-ups when that happens. And then Cheese Whiz Chaser is when you have to chase every sip of beer with a shot of Cheese Whiz. I'm Burger Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, Mike, now it's your turn to step up. Step up to the dartboard and let's see which punishment you'll be having. That's freedom, right? No. Ain't no freedom, bro. Ain't no freedom. No, 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 no. If I wasn't on the board last week, that ain't no freedom, bro. Oh, I, I want a judge's ruling on this one. Yeah, well, and Joe's going to come over there. Judge, you're outside. I'm looking at the board. That's outside. I'm looking at the board. That's yeah, okay. That's at least split, right? That's at least split. Judges, judges, uh, judges. What do we say? Yeah. You're Huck in it, bro. I'm you are Huck this is some Finn in it. You are shit. Huck Finn That is not... That, the worst part is that's not Huck Finn. Oh, it's not? No. What am I looking at? That's Icy Hot Undercarriage. Oh, shit. Oh, I wasn't... Oh, God. I was looking at it. Uh, I thought it was up yeah, higher. No. Oh, you got the Icy Hot Undercarriage, bro. That's yeah, sucks. so that means for one of these episodes, my underwear will be soaked oh, in Icy shit. Hot, and then I have to do the show. With an icy hot undercarriage. Oh, damn, bro. Oh, that's dude. That's rough. That is brutal. All right, well, watch me throw with this. I and... thought for sure I was safe on that one. That yeah, was well. that may have been the closest I've been to being safe. Uh, that I was... mean, if it was like the straight needle dart, it was on the outside of the ring. That's true. You were I going disagree. off on the black. You want to rethrow? Is that what you want? You want to rethrow? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's, I'll take my icy hot undercarriage on this one, even though I think it's complete. Hey, behind bullshit. the line. Behind the line over there. Uh, so Mike doing the icy hot undercarriage. Scott about to throw. Let's see where he ends up on this one. Scott almost missed the board again. And if I'm that not mistaken, that is the drill sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> Scott hits drill sergeant, so that means Scott will have to uh, drop and give us twenty anytime we want during the show. That show that one's getting that was next show. You know we what? can do that. That'll be the first punishment, I bet. Be sure to tell Cheryl to watch next show because she was talking about how you needed Time to, to get uh, swole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get, to get beefed, my arms up. beefed up. We'll make sure yeah, you're doing yeah, yeah, enough yeah, push-ups yeah. next week. Uh, oh, also fuck y'all in advance. Hey, uh Wait, do we set it we never set a limit on that either. So that could be a lot of push-ups that get done throughout that episode. I mean, if y'all don't want me to be part of the show, I mean, I can be doing them the whole show. That's fine. Hmm. I've carried once before. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> also, um, I have one more to give. And since Joe was not taking part in the uh, festivities, <laughs> Joe, take a shot. 
I'll get all you right, a well. shot at him. Yeah, no? Motherfucker. Ooh, and, a, and we are all clear now on, yes, on shots. Yes, we are all completely clear. Nobody owes anybody any more shots. Everything's even. But I thought it only fitting that Joe, while he's laughing and doling out punches. I figured it was coming no matter what. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was well done. I saw it. I saw it still on the sheet, and I'm like, mm, I'm not throwing today. I'm gonna be <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh man, I can't believe I have to do an icy hot undercarriage. I feel like I'm, I'm gonna be like an NFL player soon. I got to do the ice bath. I got to do push-ups. <laughs> I mean, I'm just doing all the should shit. We, that NFL should players we do both do. of your punishments in one day, where you do the the uh, drill sergeant and then do the ice bath afterwards yeah. to recoup? Yeah, and make me hit the jugs machine. Put that up there as a punishment. Yeah, just all sure. NFL. Sure. sure. Uh, all right. Well, stay tuned for those punishments, and then keep in mind Joe was going to have to wear Son booby of tassels. A bitch. And all right. I am and also going to have to Instagram model this. You guys have to decide what Instagram model I'm. Just I don't first get Instagram. I don't just have don't. Hey, so like, you want to go with like, you want to go in the Ryan Shazier's like Twitter follows and. Yes. <laughs> I gotta yeah. do an Instagram video where I'm squirting. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about like the twit pics that pop up before that. You know? <laughs> yeah, but dude follows a lot of squirter accounts. That's all I'm saying. There's gonna be a lot of squirts. No, yeah. I just want where you where you're sitting there, just spread eagle, like moving, putting the V down there. That's that's what you're gonna be doing. There's no nude pictures coming. They can't be. Oh nude hell pictures. no! Nobody wants to see yeah. your nude right. ass. So, Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> so, Joe, you're going first, bitch. Yeah, Joe can pick first uh, this week in uh, the game. All right, this is the, the portion in rummaging, rummaging. where we will decide our fate for the week. Uh, you get a, a name out of the hat. You get to pick that game. And uh, if you're wrong, you got to throw at the dartboard. Joe, who do you have this week? This would be a professional game. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati and Atlanta. Ooh, Atlanta a- is a five and a half point favorite. Ooh, that's a tough line. I was talking about Wait, that hang on, the- on Hang on. Do you want to keep that or throw that? I will be keeping it. Okay. Ooh, I, was right. take, I was talking about that on Flying Pigskin. I think this is going to be a three-point game. That's a tough but it's going to be a high-scoring shootout. Yeah, I'm going to take right. Atlanta. Wow. Give the points. Oh. Give the points with Atlanta? I'm going to take Atlanta. That's bold. All right. So Joe has Atlanta minus five and a half, you said? Five. Five and a half. Minus five and a half. Damn. Good Lord. That's a ballsy pick, Joe. And the NFL. Although last week I said it was a ballsy pick that he picked Ohio State given 37. Yes. So who the fuck am I? This, I also have no, not no, gotten that, one that, right yet. To me, that, that'll be the most ballsy call I feel like on the show. 37 points is a lot. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this is also a, a super tough call. to. No, it's to, a tough call, but I, and I just... Uh, it's rather. NFL. We were just saying how NFL no, no. is always. It's tough, but I still don't think it's 37 points. It isn't 37 <laughs> points. That's a good point. All right. Scott is picking next. Scott, who do you have? Hmm, this is a toughie. Uh, I got a professional game as well. Baltimore Pitt. And Ooh, dude. Pitt is giving three points. Do you want to keep that or throw it back and pick again? I am going to keep that. Oh, okay. And I'm going to go. I'm going to give the three points. I'm going to take Pitt. And that one. So you got Pitt minus three. Yeah. Versus Baltimore. Hmm. Interesting pick there. Uh, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> would you have gone that route, Joe? Would you have oh, no, I would have one? thrown that one back real quick. Yep, that one would have gone <laughs> right back in that fucking hat. Wait, wait, wait. So what's what's the deal on pushes? What do you pushes mean? Pushes are if they push. 
nothing happens then, nothing, right? You're free. Yeah, no, you're yeah, free. Gonna say yeah. you're free if take a push. shot. I think we said shot. Yeah, right? I think, oh, I think yeah, it is okay, take, a shot. Yeah, take yeah. a shot. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's shot. what happens. I'll take a shot. I I said before this... Uh, I think that's a three-point game. Yeah, it is. I said before this <laughs> yeah. episode that I was for sure that I was going to get the Notre Dame-Stanford game. Like, yes. I was positive that but was But that's why I, I didn't throw pick. anything back because I feel like there are way worse games in there to have to pick. I also have a pro game. We have three pro games. This is San Francisco versus the Chargers. Uh, how many of the Chargers getting? Chargers are, are giving, giving. How many are they giving? They're giving ten and a half, which is a pretty big spread because I feel like the Chargers aren't very good. But also Garoppolo's out, and I think the uh, the Niners are going to struggle immensely on that one. But uh, that ten and a half, uh, I'm going to throw this one back. Give me another game. Give me another game. That's uh, a trap. Because, That's what I'm saying. I no, feel no, no, like because the Niners are probably going to get blown out, but there's no way I'm not ten points in the NFL is right. Forever. That's a that's a big spread <laughs> in the NFL, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for that. Um, oh God damn it! You got Notre Dame. No, Stanford. I didn't get oh, I didn't fuck. get Notre that Dame. A, Stanford. That would have been, but poetic. I got the other really tough college game to call: Ohio State, Penn State. Ugh, that one. See, that's one that I didn't like at all. I know, and Ohio State. Is that at Happy Valley or is it at It's Ohio at State? Happy yep. Valley. Nope. I didn't want any part of it. Exactly. Didn't want any part of and it. And Ohio State's giving three and a half nope, this game. Nope. Um, man. Fuck that one. Good See, that, Lord. That's why I took Pitt. At least I know what I'm like. Nope. Good luck. Oh, man. <laughs> Good All right. Luck. Uh, I mean, it's at, it's at Happy Valley. It's also Penn State who tends to shit the bed in games like this. I feel like Penn State is always that team that just what? No, 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 no. They beat the past Ohio State. two years have yeah. been like two point games in big time games, like mm. big time Ohio- under the light games. I feel like no, no, no. But against Ohio State though, they've I'm gotten not saying it against, done. I'm not saying against Ohio State. I'm saying in okay, big time national this, games. But that's what we're talking about is against I, Ohio State. I'm saying in big time national games, Penn State tends to shit the bed. Regardless of who their opponent is, uh, yeah, except for the fact that against they've, Ohio, they beat State, Ohio State right when they when they sure. both been you know because this game has happened at the end of the season. I feel like the last two years where they they both had like something on the line, and Penn State has won those games. The the winner of this at Ohio State, the winner of this game the past two years has made the college football playoff, right? Which has been Ohio State. Oh, then Penn State the, the year two years. I'm gonna take Ohio State and give three and a half points. On this all one. I all I know is I wouldn't want any part of that shit. <laughs> that's a that's a brutal game. To so call. the the toughest one to call again. We get all of our picks from the Minuteman pool pickums. So Shout out to Minuteman. Yeah, you guys want to join our pool? Find you them. can still join up. Yes, but the hardest one that I thought was gonna was Virginia Tech and Duke. Duke is a four and a half point favorite. Duke is a favorite. I mean, I know Virginia Tech just lost to Old Dominion. That sounds. But Duke is a favorite. Yeah, that Duke is right. I understand Duke is right. This is actually the first time in like however many years that Duke and Kentucky are both in the top 25 in football, <laughs> which is a banana stat. Kentucky, by the way, shout out to Court Love because uh, Kentucky is balling the fuck out this My year. My wife has reminded me I know. all the time. I know. I see your post. <laughs> I see your post. She's all about this uh, this Big Blue Nation. 
Uh, but I give it to her. Let her be excited about it. Hey, the football it's, team. It's never all because of court love. So Duke is giving Duke four is a, and a half. Duke is at home and they're a four and a half. That's only favorite. tough because it's a complete mind fuck. Like I don't even know what to think about that game. I or feel are they like playing basketball or what's especially, up? Yeah, I mean, especially after getting embarrassed last week. Virginia right. Tech is coming out with something to prove. So I feel like Virginia Tech wins that one straight up. Like I don't even think maybe I don't know though. It, it's it, Joe's right in that it's a tough one to pick, but again, it's because it's a mind fuck. I still think yours is the tougher one to actually like nail down. Oh, Vic just brought win. up a good point. Virginia Tech's quarterbacks out. Oh, mm, that changes well, everything. Yeah, there you go. Uh, in that case, I'm going to change my pick in the Minuteman pick 'em because I'm pretty sure I had Virginia Tech on that one. I'm 100 so percent positive be, I had Virginia Tech. I will on that be one. changing that pick. Joe, by the way, what the fuck are you doing in that pick 'em, man? You are killing the show's average. Scott and I are both <laughs> tied, tied for thirty first, uh, and you are just dragging the team average down, man. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> only only nailing his picks on the show, yeah. not nailing his picks in the group. <laughs> Selfish motherfucker over here. <laughs> we are in third place. We are going to lose to uh, Sports Stance and Scout Team Radio if you don't step it up, man. We'll still be able to beat What's Up, What's Up Sports. Because they uh, forget to pick every week. No, they, no. What's Up, What's Up Sports is in there. Uh, they don't forget to pick. Uh, Beck's Work Week in Review. Join late. Uh, 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 Jeff Beck uh, from 12 Ounce Sports Radio. You can catch his show every Friday. He joined in late, and he's actually climbing back up surprisingly like he was like, ah, I get worried because my picks are low. It looks low every week. It's like, dude, you're almost in fourth place already. And you've only picked twice. <laughs> you're doing all right, Beck. Um, but yeah, those, uh, if we lose, we got bets with all of those guys. Um, no distractions Wait, what? was supposed to be in We have bets too. with them? Yeah, dude. Each show we have a bet with. Oh, shoot. That's I, I why just... we're trying to fucking win, motherfucker. Oh, jeez. Let me in the loop. Jesus I mean, do you not Christ. pay attention to the show chat? Do you not Twitter? pay attention to our tweets? We oh. called him out on Twitter. Well, <laughs> oh, this, wait, was this when I was on vacation? Now Joe's going to step it up. When, I I was, when you made fun of me for being on a boat somewhere? I don't know. It might have been. Could, could be. Yeah, okay. Could be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have two missed calls, so caller, sorry about that. Uh, I don't know what's going on, why the phone isn't ringing. Go ahead and try to call back in, caller. Uh, Joe is looking at the screen right now, so he'll be able to answer. When in the meantime, die. should we talk Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all? Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Uh, we should definitely talk Tiger Woods. So if you live under a rock, you have you may have missed that Tiger Woods won the tour championship this he weekend. Back. Four straight days All of just the way vintage back. Tiger Woods. He came into, this was his first time leading after three rounds. Uh, and he came in and just demolished the field in the tour championship. And this was a, this is the last tournament of the year. Uh, it was the top 30 golfers. Uh, so it wasn't like it was against a bunch of scrubs. It was a legit tournament. Uh, Craft Root Sports, who's this? Hello? Hey, who, who's this? Hey. Hey, it's Tank. What's hey, up? What's up, buddy? Hey, not much. Hey, Mike, can you change your pick on that Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming, man. You worried about the kiss of death? You're gonna get fucking icy hot on your balls, dude. Do you really think I want you picking my team not on a just, on a Saturday? No, not, the answer is no. Not just my balls, man. It's all over. It's a full, it's a full undercarriage. All right, but Tank, you're an Ohio State fan. What do you feel about that line? If you're picking that game, Ohio State minus three and a half. Who are you taking in that one? 
exactly. You know, you know, yeah. It's. I mean, are we are we talking heart or brain here? We're talking brain. Who do you think is going to win that game at that line? If you had to put money down, if you had to put gun your, to your head, money out of your pocket, if you had to put your balls in icy hot on the line, <laughs> who are you taking in that game? Oh, man, I, I, I got to go with the highest state on this one. I think they're the better team. Yeah, I, I, I feel a lot. I, I feel a lot better if Bosa was still in the lineup. I mean, if, there wouldn't be a gun to the head if that was the question. If he was still there, but without yeah. him, it's I'm 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 still going to Ohio State, but I. Penn State's been playing them tough the past two seasons. It's become a pretty intense rivalry just recently. I mean, it, it has always been a, a pretty tough back and forth, but the, the past two years have really made it something where I see them on the calendar, and I don't like seeing it, man. They're right. a tough team. I think what could happen here is a, a good thing for both of us. I think, well, a good thing for you and a, a bad thing for me. I think Ohio State can win this game, but they're going to win by three. And then oh, I just I lose just and real you win. quick while we <laughs> while we're talking about this and yeah. we've got a tank on the line. Ohio State uh, deleted the tweet about the silencing and oh. then had also apologized, Ooh. but they deleted the apology as well. Wow! Yeah, weird. That's very yeah, coming yeah. from yeah. awful. Whoever came up with that marketing campaign was a fucking idiot. Although yeah. somebody just po- pointed out too that uh, apparently they had the same exact uh, promotion two years ago for when they played there, so this mm. isn't new. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, but, but that's, I was going to say, but that doesn't mean that they couldn't have changed it. So there's that. Yeah, is that your vote for uh, for motherfucker of the week tank? Oh no, misogynistic uh, announcers all the way. Yeah. Like I've, yeah, it's bullshit, man. Like when I, I've, I've heard dudes argue that before. Uh, you know, where where it's like, oh, women can't talk about football. It's like, dude, why not? They they've watched just as much football as you, and then the answer is always, well, they didn't play the game. It's like, how many dudes in the booth actually played the game? Right, man. Like, I know women talk, that are better talk at talking about football than dudes. Hell yeah, dude. And and same boat as none of them have ever played. So. I mean, that's an awful excuse for why they couldn't talk about Girls it. Girls Beer Sports on 12 Ounce Radio is a yeah, fantastic I, show. Right. Uh, with all females on that show, they handle their football business. They, I mean, I know they pick better than me. They're awesome. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Yeah, there's, uh, there's no reason why their gender has anything to do with whether or not they can call a football game. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I played I play football from like fourth grade to my senior year of high school, missing like one year, and... It, it, uh, me playing Madden is actually how I figured out what coverages were. Because, like, I was a fucking lineman. We never went down and, like, did anything with the DBs. Why would I need to know about man-to-man or cover two or cover three? I don't know what the fuck you're doing back there. <laughs> My job, kill quarterback. Uh, but now it's not too much. You just yeah. got to be careful. Gently. No, no, you got to be very careful and, and delicately live it down. But, yeah. Um, Shout out to Ryan Shazier for just being reckless with the porn on the phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think that was the general consensus. Is dude just, he ain't got no fucks he to give. Do, so fuck do not care one bit. Um, all right, it's, Tank. It's too, it's too dangerous, man. That's like that's like just twirling a gun with the safety off. You never know what's going to come up or when. <laughs> that's Shit. such a good analogy. That's 100% true. Just scrolling through, all of a sudden, squirt or gift. That's not, that's yeah. not something you want popping up. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. It's time and a place, Ryan Shazier. <laughs> the dude must not look at Twitter throughout the day. That's what it comes down to. He, he must not. 
Yeah. That's it. Hey, Ryan Shazier is a nighttime yeah. tweeter. Uh, <laughs> Tank, it was good hearing from you, bud. All right. Take care, boys. Have a good night. Okay? All right, nice cheers, call, man. man. Right. Love you, Tank. Later. <laughs> All right. Uh, and everybody, that call is brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up or rep your team, be sure to go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to 12OunceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 12OZSportsRadio.com. <laughs> uh, all right, so Tiger's back. He is in rare form. Phil Mickelson even tweeted out. Phil Mickelson's new to Twitter. I wonder who he follows. Who do you think Phil Mickelson follows? I hope he didn't hop. I feel start like following porn. I feel like Phil Mickelson is a freak. Like he's get, he's into some weird shit. That if you if he fi- first of all he's new to it, so he might not have any weird follows yet. He's just following but Tiger. Once he figures out how Twitter works. Phil Mickelson's going to be following some weird shit. Uh, but he tweeted out that Tiger looks the best he's ever looked. His swing looks amazing. He's worried about their bullshit uh, match coming up in November for $10 million or whatever it is. Uh, Ryder Cup is this week. Tiger and Phil both on the team. How are we feeling about the Ryder Cup this week, fellas? Not Phil good. Mickelson only follows fellow no. golfers and golf accounts. Mm, Phil, Phil playing it safe. Of, playing yeah. it safe. Phil's what is Phil's burner account? The, the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest one, or the funniest one is he follows Phil Mickelson's ego. <laughs> Solid. The latest tweet, like usual, everything's coming up. Phil, Tiger wins more pay per views by in November. Get that money. Awesome. Wouldn't it be awesome if Phil Mickelson followed at awful white QBs? Yes. <laughs> I forgot to mention that that was one of the, the one the of James Winston's yeah, the, burner follows. Burner follows. <laughs> uh, all right. So Tiger's back. You said you don't feel good about the Ryder Cup. I never feel good about the Ryder Cup because we always shit the bed. We do shit the bed, and <laughs> specifically Tiger shits the bed. Tiger yes. and Phil both shit the bed. Yeah, the our two best terrible. going in always don't look that great. I went on record earlier saying I didn't feel good about this Ryder Cup uh, once they picked Tiger and Phil, but after seeing Tiger last week, dude, dude, they look good. I will say maybe maybe there's something to be said maybe in Tiger's quest to come back all the way and just silence anybody that might he might go out there and pull a fucking Urban Meyer and be like, I've seen the spreads. I've seen the doubters. Yeah. I'm just going to fuck this Ryder Cup up. Okay, here's here's what has me excited about the Ryder Cup. That soundbite at the top of the show, Tiger talking about his Mount Rushmore <laughs> golf, that was this week. That wasn't like a past thing. Not only that, after he won that tournament, somebody gave him a video and showed him all of the people in the media who said he was not back and he would never win another tournament. Did, and Tiger just were, sat were you there and I featured in the video? No, uh, unfortunately like not. Mia Khalifa was in there, but we <laughs> weren't, which is some bullshit, right? Tiger, Tiger was rolling through that and he was Hold like, Hold on, does Ryan Chase uh, follow me? I feel like he probably does. Probably. I mean, I haven't checked. Like, but yeah, he's famous porn not. stars. There's no doubt he's he got all that shit. But he's like, well, this is for her sports takes. This is. <laughs> I'm for trying her. to play basketball with her like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> uh, but they showed Tiger a video, and he just sat there and just took it all in. And then at the end of the video, he just went, <laughs> like, yeah, fuck cool. All, fuck all, y'all. <laughs> like, it was. I mean, this dude has this. I feel like Tiger's mental game is back to where it needs to be for him to be that dominant golfer that he was before. I was worried that he wasn't going to be able to hold up for four rounds straight. He proved that he can hold up for four rounds straight. 
And then it was, can his, mentally, can he be Tiger again? Dude, he just named himself on the Mount Rushmore of golf. This dude's balls are gigantic. I could see him balling out at the Ryder Cup. You want you know want to know his partner? Want to know his USA partner? Um, wasn't it? Weren't they going to put him with Brooks? Brooks Kepka. They, they did not put him with Brooks Kepka. Who did they put him with? Friend of the show, Patrick Reed. Oh yes, oh, that's who I was hoping shit you had. Talkers on shit Dude. talkers on balls on balls. Okay, uh, when you're golfing with two shit talkers like that, it's going down. Rest of the world, I going would at down. least I would at least say we win that match. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that, that twosome is ours. That's. That is a ballsy move. Is Furyk? Is Furyk the one that's uh, heading up the team, making the, the... Yeah, he's a captain, and he's doing the whole... Yeah, so that's a good call on Furyk's part, to put other, Patrick Reed and Tiger together. The other three twosomes, you have Spieth and Thomas, so the young guns, Jordan okay. Spieth, Justin Thomas. Uh, you have Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler going together. One got the long game, one got the short Pauline game. Pauline Gretzky's there, by the way. Pauline Gretzky's there. She is. She yes. Is. She is. Well, no, but there was there was rumors that they were split up. Oh, really? And, yeah. Oh, and I was that. worried oh, that it was, was going to fuck up He was in the doghouse. Yeah, he was in the doghouse. Yeah, oh, what did he do? Uh, he Was he looking on Twitter, porn Twitter? <laughs> uh, you know. No, the rumor was that he was uh, finagling with a golf socialite. Which I didn't even know was a thing. Basically, what happened was he was doing an interview, and the interviewer was a woman, and he was like being all like kind of like flirty, yeah, friendly. It was too, yeah, he was too. Yeah, she was like standing behind sh- him. Uh, yeah, and then the I interviewer retweeted him a few times afterwards, yeah. and it was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know this bitch. I don't know. Uh, but, but Paulina, the, yeah, Paulina was mad for a while. Yeah. And there was the, an uh, Instagram picture where she didn't have a ring on. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, it got real. It got real out in these streets. <laughs> but she's in Paris. It's all good. I think yeah. I think DJ's head is in the right place. And the uh, last twosome would be Kepka and Fino. Mm. That's the only that's the only twosome I'm I'm kind of worried about is that last one there. Uh, who is Tiger and Reed going up against? Do we know yet? Do we know? Do we have those matches? Uh, they're going up against Francesco Malinari and Tommy Fleetwood. I will say experts pick uh, USA to lose that one two to one. Really? They're picking Tiger and Reed to lose two to one. <laughs> Damn. That's cold blooded. <laughs> Grady said, I hope they pair against Colin Montgomery and call a Mrs. Doubtfire to his face. Damn. <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right. Uh, so we. Two out of the three feel good about the Ryder Cup. You do not feel good about this Ryder Cup at all. I, it just historically, we just aren't. We don't do. We this. shit the bed in and the Ryder. Every Cup. single year, I'm like, no, 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 we got this this year, and then they come up short, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? How is that? We never show up. So I just I don't feel good about it based off historical things. But I'm also ready to be completely shocked and you know can we put some shot bets on this one no i ain't but i ain't bet no shots fuck that shots you're not even gonna bet shots on the rider because i want usa to win it's not like i'm rooting against them i'm not saying you're rooting against them i'm saying like i mean this isn't the houston rockets (laughs) (laughs) what up joe 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 just froze (laughs) (laughs) they took him to a game seven and almost won Joe, how you feeling this week now that NBA, uh, all of the NBA news is media is day, baby. Yeah. I am absorbing it like it. I'm a freaking sponge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm a fun guy. 
Oh, shit. The, the highlight of the week, no doubt. I was going to cut it, but then every other podcast yeah, or radio show everywhere. used it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to cut that yeah. and use that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why didn't it seem like he was shitting while he was laughing? The most socially <laughs> awkward person on the planet. Somebody even put out a thing that said Kawhi Leonard has laughed at least eight times in his life, and they had the <laughs> progression of his laugh, <laughs> which goddamn well played. Um, anything that you learned from Media Day, Joe, that's worthwhile sharing other than the Warriors are still going to win it and the Celtics are going to win the East? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you didn't learn anything. It's just, oh, okay. it's just a bunch of people being clowns and trolling media and answering dumb questions. Michael Beasley, still Michael Beasley, saying, you know, just one-word answers, being Marshawn Lynch and being annoying <laughs> like Lance Stevenson and all them Lakers think that they're going to be good and uh, whatever. Do they yeah. really think they're going to be good? Lakers fans, bro. Come yes, on, man. they do. They're they, dumb. Stephen A. Smith is out here spouting that the Lakers are going to beat the Warriors. Oh, my God. What? On. Lakers would be lucky if they make the playoffs. Like, super lucky. Yeah. Eight seed, I mean, seven seed. You got LeBron, so I'll give you a chance. Like you, you have a chance yeah, at the playoffs. They're, they're one of the top eight teams, maybe. But, but the eighth team, maybe. So that means they lose to the Warriors, Warriors in the first Warriors. round. Not Stephen A. Smith. He's gonna say they win that one. Warriors. They knock out Warriors. Everybody first wants to be the hot take artist, you know, in fucking September. That way they can say, "See, told you." And by the time it rolls around, everybody has forgotten your sweet hot take, exactly. and it doesn't matter. All right, so let's let's give out our sweet hot takes right now. Jimmy Butler, Miami. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, Timberwolves. <laughs> Motherfucker ain't going nowhere. He's going to Miami. That's my hot take, and you can't even... It's you don't know when it's gonna happen. He it could happen two where. years from now. You don't oh, know. you meant in? It's he's just going to. Oh, in his career, he may visit Miami <laughs> one day, and oh, I will okay, be right. Cool, uh, cool. <laughs> uh, NBA is again just another season of cool, Warriors man. Five. Warriors versus Celtics somebody. now. Now it's just not the Cavs. I don't cool. even know. It's, it's somebody, somebody in the East. It'll be the Celtics. It's gonna know, be I, I don't know. Maybe maybe dude who wishes he had a boy instead of a girl will get injured again, and uh, they'll fall to the 76ers. Still think, I don't know. Still think Celtics over Sixers, yeah, even without Hayward. We'll see. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's. Uh, should we just get into Consumer or Can It? Yeah, we, we talked about all everything we want to. Consumer or Can It brought to you, of course, by Tavor. This week, we have Double Dry Hopped Premier IPA from Inner Boro Brewing. Joe's uh, going first on Spirits this one. Yeah, Joe, I, I would like to hear what you think on this IPA one. guru. Consume it or can it? It'd be consume. Oh, know? that's shocking because you were shitting all over this beer well, when we first yeah. uh, talked about well, it. I, I was, I was. you guys were saying bubblegum, and I was... No, I'm yeah, not you that... were just shitting on it. You, you went with the, uh, it's only 6%. Uh, uh, it's 6%, bubblegum. Bubblegum. Yeah. Right, but yes, I would You were being again. fucking IPA hipster. 30, 30 IBUs. Yeah, you were being IPA hipster is what you but were doing. But it'd be consumed. Got it. you know, Consuming that one? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, you know, Scott? You know, it's high. It's high. It's high. Consumed. Yeah? I will say, though, that it, uh, it didn't turn into the hoppy, super dry. Yeah, it... It didn't turn into the super dry only IPA tasting thing that we thought, but it also didn't have much flavor after a little bit where it's just like, oh, it's just a IPA. Not bad, not great. It's just it's it's good. Enough to have again, but 
I mean, I wouldn't go bragging that I had it. It's just, it's it's a decent IPA if you're looking for something in the, the realm of this. Yep. It's it's good enough to drink. I think it's a solid enough beer. Um, it, it You know, I agree 100%. The the pineapple flavor, all uh, of that Amanda, shit no was... on Tim Lincecum going to the Hall of Fame. He doesn't have a long enough resume. Mm, okay. The Freak. There's your hot I love take. me some big-time Timmy big Jim. Big-time Timmy Jim. Yeah, I love me some big-time Timmy Jim, but he, he doesn't make the Hall of Fame because his career is just too Why, short. Why, because he smokes weed? No, no, no. I love everything about Timmy Jim. Like, the fact that he was, like, <laughs> short and just out here dominating. He was one of my favorite non-Braves pitchers for a while, but his resume is just too short. Like, it just, you can't get into the Hall of Fame having the way his career ended, too. It just kind of fizzled, so, no. Okay, so anyways, this beer is uh, it's pretty solid. I <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I, what up, uh, Brian? Here's the thing, though. I don't know if I would purchase this again. Okay, well, we got to go back because we've we've been we've burned changed by that. The, after, right, we've after changed the show. We yes. realized. Hold on, wait a minute. This cost what? No, I don't. Fuck, I and I don't this. know what the price was. I, I, I was gonna say I, I can't remember the price of this, so I don't know. It was actually kind of decent. I feel like it was like ten bucks for two sixteen ounces. So it's not a terrible price. So eight dollars a piece for these. But I feel like this is one oh, I, I wouldn't seek out. Like I wouldn't be like, yes. Oh, there's that one again. Well, that's what I was t- buying that. What I'm like I wouldn't boast about like it's a it's a good beer to have it's a decent enough one of them i probably would have been i probably would have been more sold on one of them once i got into the second one it just became a regular ipa uh, like a uh, high uh, it was a hazy ipa after it and then just just been slow playing it um um i'm gonna can it only because i wouldn't seek it out again but it's a solid beer like it's a decent ipa i like it it's not a bad beer i just i wouldn't Go Weird, out of my way. Weirdly to find it. rated higher than what we all think, right? Yeah, I agree. I I disagree with the ninety two rating on this one. Like it's we, uh, the well, and as being someone who's not super crazy about the IPAs, I've had way better IPAs than that's, that's what I'm saying. Sure. Like, like ranking I mean, it against IPAs, I put other it's just IPAs middle of the road at best. The, the dry, IPAs the double too. dry, definitely makes it to where that point where it's where it's. Uh, Different, different yeah. than the IPA taste. I just didn't. I didn't like that the the flavors didn't last as much. Um, I would have liked to see more of that fruit flavor. I'm still missing the bubble gum. Yeah, there's no bubble gum. There's None. nothing. Uh, this has been Consumer Candidate brought to you as always by Tavor. Uh, you can hit, check out our website craftrootsports.com. Uh, click the sponsors link, and you will. Uh, and once you sign up, first order, you get ten dollars in credits added to your account. Uh, Joe, I have to apologize to you, by the way. Bill last week called us out because you didn't have a, a shout-out on the page, on the About page. I just changed the website, and I just got rid of that page altogether. Like, it's just not there anymore. There's no About page anymore? <laughs> no. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> How are people going to know about my background? Joe I didn't hit, have one? Rude. <laughs> I, hit, I hit that page. The only pages that are up there, it's, it's a home page that has the most recent episode, video and audio, uh, and then it's got where you can buy our t-shirts and then it's got our sponsorship links. Mm, That's well, it. there is a new article. Trim posted. down. There's new hockey article uh, posted. What? Yeah, I didn't see that shared out. One of our ghost riders on uh, there uh, did not get shared out. Got uh, posted by uh, JB. goddammit, it. But did not get shared out. So I didn't know about it until I was informed by the ghost rider himself that he had posted it out. Would have been nice. But uh, it so that we can promo there. that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll so check everybody out. go check out the, the newest hockey article. That Follow us on Twitter. We'll tweet out the, t- uh, the article link. Just talked about uh, the uniqueness that was last season and kind of get you hyped up for this season. I, I actually am excited for this. Good. 
good. this season. I am kind of pumped. I am going to watch more hockey. I, I told the Ghost Rider that it was the most in tune that I've been with a hockey season in years. This year's going to be year. even better because my son's super into hockey. So we're going to be watching a lot of hockey because that's really the only sport I can watch with him without him crying. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in uh, for another uh, edition of Craft Brood Sports. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Craft Bee Sports on Twitter, Instagram. My punishment will be coming up soon, so follow us on Instagram and be ready for that awful, awful punishment. It's going to be terrible. I'm doing push-ups next week's show. You can follow Scott at Scott K underscore junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4 You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Uh, anytime you want, hit up the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK. You can text us, call the show, whatever. Uh, be sure to check out Lose Losers. we got another episode that will be coming out here soon, like tomorrow. tomorrow. How's he doing, by the way? How, what's, what's his record? How's he doing? Lou's doing all right. He's doing all right. He ain't doing shit in fantasy, I can tell you that much. He's uh, he owing three in he fantasy. He's splitting. Uh, but Lou is doing better than Daniel Baldwin, and that's all I know about that. Boom! Uh, Mic drops. Baldwin. Uh, be sure to check out the show. Share us out. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you guys. Cheers. Lisa and follow me. <laughs>